0: And now, Mystery Theater. Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Now, what do you think of when you hear someone say... The spirit of 76. Fifes and drums? The Battle of Bunker Hill? Valley Forge? Most likely. But what isn't too well known is the fact that there was a spirit in 76. A spirit. A ghost. A demon. Indeed, a fearful, deadly apparition to whom all of us owe an almost incomprehensible debt. Because had we not been able to secure the good offices of this frightful phantom at precisely the right moment, well, we might still be subjects of his, mm, uh, I should say, her royal majesty. Jabez
1: Follensby, this court-martial has found you guilty of spying for the enemies of your sovereign, King George III. But, General, I've I just been trying to fight for freedom. It is the sentence of this court that you be hanged by the neck until dead. General, I don't think he's going to stand for it. Well, you don't think who is going to stand for it? Wendan Dingo, that's who. He's the old Indian spirit of justice. And these are his holy and sacred stamping grounds. He isn't going to let you hang me. Oh, indeed. And how does this, this alleged spirit of yours propose to interfere with his majesty's justice? Oh, he'll think of something. Well... Well, he better think quickly. Sergeant, march the prisoner to the nearest suitable tree.
0: Our mystery drama, Wind and Dingo, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Jack Grimes and Kurt Benson. 1777 was hardly a vintage year for the American Revolution. We were losing. The British appeared to be so strong, so well organized, so wealthy. While we seemed so weak, so disrupted, so poverty-stricken, what we needed so desperately was a victory. Of course, in October, that victory would be ours. In a backwoods settlement in New York called Saratoga... British General John Burgoyne would lose not only a battle but an empire. He would lose it because well, historians have advanced all sorts of strategic reasons, but nowhere among them will you find mention of an Indian demon called Windandingo. And no one speaks of an obscure American Jabez Fallensby. Jabez Fallensby? Who could ever believe he would become a hero? You're mad at me, John. Oh,
1: James, nope, I ain't mad. No, I can tell. I can always tell. I said I ain't mad, and now let's be done with it. John, take me back with you. Nope. Why, well, No. B- because you're mad? Because you just ain't cut out for soldiering. But I just ain't cut out for farming either. Yeah, yeah, I know. I-, I was practicing with your old musket. And I hit the tree every time at 50 yards. And that's a smoothbore. bore. What, you just give me a Kentucky rifle or a... Well, even a Pennsylvanian, I could hit a... Uh, well, I could be a sharpshooter. Yeah, well, how come then you hit Enoch for Fraser's prize bull? Uh, you... Well, there was an accident. I swear. I, I thought he was locked up in the barn, and so I, I wasn't watching. Now you promise me something, Jabe. Yes, John, I will. I'm taking you to Uncle Dick's tavern up near Saratoga. John, that's way north. It's like a, a foreign country. Yeah, but there'll be someone to take care of you. So you've got to promise that you'll behave. But I can take care of myself, John. Jabe, if you want to win the war, answer yes or no. My. Guess so. Well, you have to help out on the home front. And you can't have me coming back from General Gates' army to get you out of scrapes. You've got to do your part. You've got to. Now, what do you say? Whoa, whoa, there. Whoa, oh, there. They're coming after us, boy. We may as well face it. Who? Look behind you. It's not Frazier and oh, the oh, sheriff. Oh. Hold, hold, in the name of the law. Catch you. Cut your dead rights. Cut you in the act. Sheriff, place these felons under arrest. Sheriff, you know we weren't running away. Well, I know, John. I know. I've got to get Jabe to his uncle's tavern up past Albany, and I only have a week's leave from the I Army. I demand my right, Sheriff. Jabez felons be here, shot my prize bull. I demand compensation. I'm willing to make good for him, Enoch. It's just that the Army ain't been paid. And am I supposed to wait, Sheriff? Throw in jail. Well, I was only practicing so I could join the army and fight for freedom. <laughs> what army would take a half-wit like you? I demand you arrest these two desperate brigands and throw them behind bars. Now, everybody just shut up. Tomorrow morning, Judge McKenzie's going to be in town. Yeah, but Judge Mackenzie is he not Fraser's cousin? It can't be helped. He's the only judge we got. You throw them two desperados in jail, Sheriff. We're all going back. I will spend the night at Frankenthal's Tavern. But they'll escape, John. will you give me your word of honor? Oh, I don't want to put you and your brother in jail. All right, it's done. Well, let's head back. Well, Sheriff, I hold you responsible. Oh, but... shut up, Enoch. Well, can I ask you something, Enoch? Why don't you like me? Oh. will they do to us, John? I don't know. But you're a captain in General Gates' army. That, that should mean something. Yeah, I guess it would mean a lot more if we were winning. John, you, you mean we ain't going to win? Well, we got to win. We just got to. We're fighting for freedom. Tell me we're going to win. Well, yeah, we're we're going to win, I guess. But it's going to take a whole lot longer than most folks think. You know how some folks are. They want everything yesterday. Well, 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 here are two really fine looking boys. An asset to the town and a credit to the country. Might I ever join you, lads? What's all this, Enoch? Well, now, tell you what. I'll treat you to supper. You will? Why? Why? Because you're fighting for our country, John, and nothing's too good for you. And Mr. Frank and Fowl, beef and bread and beer for my two good friends. What's on your mind, Enoch? Uh, well, now, boys. I got Jabe here for a good 16 pounds worth of damages. Agree? Yeah, but I said I was sorry. Oh, I know, I know, son. I know. That's why I'm willing to offer John a proposition a confidential proposition. Yeah. John, you and me, we're men of the world.
2: Is that a fact?
1: You're talking. Well, now, it ain't our fight, John. Them Southerners want the land in the Ohio Territory. The merchants are looking to get more for their goods. The rabble-rousers are out to have a good time. What's all this to do with law-abiding New York farmers like us? I don't want to hear any more. Now, sit her down, Mr. Frankenthal, and make sure them plates are kept full. Well no, as I was saying I said I don't want to hear no more. Well, that ain't like you, John. You was always a prudent man. Prudent, that is, till you get swept up in this rabidigan hip hip parade. Well, it gave a bunch of high spirited boys a chance to play soldier. Dave, though. don't you eat another bite? Well, is something wrong it's with a the... It's bread th- of treason. Maybe you did win a couple of skirmishes against some poor, scared, imported German farm boys in red coats. But oh, that evil spirit has caught hold of Enoch. But now the British are sending in trained and seasoned regulars. General Burgoyne is marching down from Canada. General Howe's marching up from New York City. You'll be cut in half, caught in a trap. That's how you see it. A prudent man thinks of the future. Therefore, he chooses the winning side. And you think you have? Oh, I know I have. And here's my proposal. As a captain in Gates' army, you'd have certain information. You want me to become a traitor? Oh, no, 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 no. A lover of your fellow man. The war's lost. Why not end it sooner? End the waste of life. I ought to report this to the sheriff. John, you just see the light. I'll forget about the damages to my prize bull. And he's worth 16 pounds. I'll pay it. Sure. But meanwhile, Jabe will have to sit in jail. What? You wouldn't put poor Jabez. I'm Jabez. entitled to justice. I'm entitled to my damages, Jabez. Jabez, you won't go to jail. I'll think of something. What? There ain't a soul that can help you. There is two. I know who can help us. I know. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> He's always helped me when I called on him before. He'll help me again. Jabe. John, I'm going to call on my oldest friend. <laughs> You better call on your richest friend. <laughs> I'm going to call on him for justice. No, uh, He'll help us. Jade. You'll see. Jabe, look, er- everybody's looking at it you. It don't matter. He's my friend. He'll help. If you remember Walking yeah. Beaver, the, the old Indian we gave food yeah, to... Yeah, now you just come along with me, Jabez. But... Before Walking Beaver died, he told me all about the secret Ojibwe spirit. A spirit that fights evil. He taught me how to call him. His name... Is Windan Dingo? <laughs> hey, you hear that, everybody? <laughs> Windan Dingo. What's that again? Windan Dingo.
2: <laughs> Windan Dingo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, if that ain't the funniest thing ever! <laughs> uh, don't laugh!
2: Don't laugh at Windan Dingo.
1: Why not? <laughs> because because he don't like it. <laughs> well, if, he, if he don't like it, <laughs> he, he <then> we'll laugh. <laughs> I'm warning you. I'm warning all of you. Win dandingo don't like all it. All right, all right. The joke's over. Any man here who laughs at my brother has to settle with me. Hold on. Now, hold on, everybody. We don't want no fighting. Now, John, you just take Jabe upstairs and put him to bed. But, Sheriff, I don't want anything to happen to Enoch. Nothing's going to happen to nobody. But Enoch Fraser has got to say he's sorry to win Dandingo. He's got to say it. Hey, John, you better get him upstairs. Hey, by Jiminy. Hey, by Jingo. I know your name. It's Windan Dingo. Fang of a wolf and an eagle's wing... Huh? I say your name huh? is Windandingo. oh uh, Hey, who, who are you talking to, James? Yeah, but nobody, John N- Nobody at all Yes, you were That's why I woke up I heard you say something I Oh, yes, it's that crazy thing That Windandingo. dandingo. No, it ain't crazy I've seen him You have? A hundred times Most folks are scared of him But not me All you have to do is ask for justice And that's all I've done That's all you've done? When Dan Dingo's a good spirit, and I'm asking him to fight against the evil spirit that's taken hold of poor Enoch Frazier. Uh, because, well, it, it takes a spirit to fight a spirit, uh, don't it? Jabe, go back to sleep. Yes, John. Tongue of a copperhead, horns of a moose, claws of a bear. Feathers of a goose, Jabe hey, by Jiminy, Jab, shut up, I'm really sleepy, But John, this is the only time we can call wind and at midnight. It's the only time he's able to hear the voice of Mortal Man, and the clock just struck. Listen he he's here. That's his voice. Jabe, that's just an eagle way off. Listen, Listen. will you go back to sleep? Well, who's that? Sounds like Enoch Frazier. To kill me. Enoch must be having a nightmare. Don't let him let me know. Oh, e- Enoch does drink an awful lot. Don't kill me. No, ah. oh, it's wind down Dingo, all right. don't don't and justice don't. is being done. What? I didn't think Enoch's crimes were that serious. Ah. Well, he's quiet now. I guess he woke himself <laughs> up from that nightmare. No, he didn't wake up. He's dead. That's enough, Jabe. I need my sleep. And he brung it on himself. He got no one to blame but himself. Jabe, will you shut up and get to sleep? Boys. Boys, get up. Wake up. Come Uh, up, Sheriff. John. John. Uh, What is it? Boys, you got to leave. You got to... What's wrong? Shh Don't let no one hear Get out of here as fast as your legs will take you And as far as your horse can go Why? Enoch Fraser is dead He's dead? Dead, murdered But who killed him? Who? Why, Jabez Who else?
0: Who else? Well, we know who else or perhaps we think we know. It was Windandingo, Dingo, the ancient Indian spirit. Or was it? The fact is, we know Jabez wasn't there while the deed was being done. But our knowing cannot help Jabez. After all, none of us will be able to appear as a witness. However, I shall appear again in just a few moments with Act Two. fall of the year 1777 we're about a month away from the great victory at Saratoga that will turn the tide and one of the principal characters who will decide the fate of the revolution is now deep in trouble in a little Hudson River town his name is Jabez Fallensby, the same Jabez we met earlier impossible how could Jabez be the principal character in anything well, don't sell our Jabez short. He has a great many hidden facets.
1: Now, Sheriff, you know Jabe couldn't kill anybody. I know, but it don't look good. Jabe. Jabe, did you kill Enoch? No, John, I never killed anybody. And he don't lie, Sheriff. Except maybe that prize ball of Enoch's. Look, boys. Everybody heard Jabez threaten Enoch with this, this, uh, wind, wind No, no, no. no. Wind Ah, uh, well, whatever. And that was the name Enoch was screaming. Ah, uh, you know how some folks are. They'll claim Jabe was guilty of witchcraft. It, it's no witchcraft, just wind dingo bringing justice. Sheriff, Enoch ate and drank like a pig. He had a nightmare and he died of indigestion. Well, no. I'm sure that point of view will be considered at such time as cooler heads will prevail. But that time sure ain't going to be tomorrow morning. Now, you two better be on your way faster than lightning. John, you don't believe I killed Enoch. But how could you? You were with me all the time. Well, (laughs) you could believe I had Windandingo do it. I don't believe anything of the kind. I didn't ask Windan Dingo to kill Enoch. All I asked for was justice. Sure. And it was justice Windan Dingo gave him. Oh, That's oh, all. Oh, there. Oh, there. There. Now. Hmm? Before we go inside. What? Huh? Now, you promise me that you will do as Uncle Dick and Aunt Martha say. You'll keep out of scrapes. You won't fire guns. John, can't you take me with you? If you come with me, you'll have to kill people. Now, could you do that, Jabe? Could you shoot a man? No. I still have bad dreams about that bull.
2: And Martha. What? Why, why, why? it's John and oh, no, Aunt Martha. Uh, boys, meet my nephews. The taller ones a captain with Gates' army. And the other one uh, he's come to help me. Both of you. Come right over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey. Well look at the two of you, how you've grown. Oh, James. How's
1: Uncle Dick, eh,
2: Morton? <sighs> well, boys, your... your uncle's a prisoner. A prisoner? Captured at Ticonderoga. The redcoats took it a- back from us. I don't know, it don't look good. The way General Burgoyne's headed here from Canada with eight, ten thousand men.
1: I'd better be getting back to my regiment.
2: Oh, you ain't going nowhere till you had your dinner first. Now, you both sit down. I'll be right back.
1: You going back, John? I have to. You have to go, and I have to stay. You'll be fighting for freedom, and I'll, I'll be doing nothing. You'll be doing your part, helping out here. John, this war, it's the biggest thing that'll ever happen while I'm alive, and I'll have done nothing. Don't say that. that. Who Army. knows? You could wind up being a hero. Oh, yeah. I mean it. Yeah, by, by sweeping out uh, a tab. By being ready. Being ready for what? For, for whatever fate has in store. Well, I look at myself, and you know what I say? I say, Jabez Follinsby, fate has got absolutely nothing in store for you. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle, dandy, mind the music and the step, and with oh, the girl... Oh, oh, there. oh yep. you, you there. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, you, you're a captain, aren't you? Yes, I'm a captain. Oh, I can tell from a uniform. My brother's a captain. He's with General Gates. Yeah, well, where are the nearest American troops? Well, I, I guess they're in Albany, Captain. How far is that? Oh, maybe 30 miles. Should I get a fresh horse? Oh, yes, sir. Now, on, listen, the British have broken through. General Burgoyne's headed it this way. Oh! <laughs>
2: They're coming. Aunt Martha, Burgoyne's army, they're coming. I see him. I hear him, Aunt Martha, I found a rifle in the hayloft. You just leave it there. Leave it. Yeah, but we, we just can't let Burgoyne's army go to Albany. Yes, we can. Dave, the British are people. Just like we are. Yes, ma'am. And they go to church. Yes, ma'am. And we're tavern keepers. It's an old and honored profession, and our duty is to dispense hospitality to all that cross our threshold. Look at, look at them, Mad Mother. Yeah. Look, look at them. Look at how big they are, how they march, and all the guns. And cannon and wagons and everything. I guess you could really call them an army. Not like not like what, Martin? Nothing. I don't care.
1: I just bet our boys can fight better. Look, that, that, that man with all the gold and and, and, and the lace. Hmm. Oh, ain't that some horse he's riding?
2: <laughs> must be General Burgoyne himself. He's riding toward us. Oh. You, you better get on your feet, Jane. Uh, right. Over. Oh Good day tell
1: you, madam. This, I presume, is Follinsby's tavern. Yes, sir. And you would be Mrs. Martha Follinsby, and he would be your nephew, Jabez. How. How, how did you know? Ah, we have our information, madam. You mean your spies? Jabe. Well, now, Jabez, don't look down your nose at spying. You may decide to try it yourself one day. Mrs. Follinsby, I'm told you prepare the best table in the province. Oh, well. I, yes, I, I, yes, yes, I, I understand. You'd just as soon not feed a morsel nor bestow a drop upon the red-coated tyrant.
2: Oh, no, I never said it. Why, I was telling Jabe here just before that... Yes, well, we shall pay. I might add
1: at your usual pre-rebellion rates. None of your (laughs) Yankee-Hanky-Panky. Captain Sterling, the army will halt here. Parkhurst, have our baggage brought in. Well, Jabeus, no need to look frightened. Well, I'm not frightened. I haven't come here to hang you from that sycamore tree. Although, if I did... Would it be such a significant loss to anyone? <laughs> would it? Well, sir, it would be a significant loss to me. Come in. Uh, you told Aunt Martha you wanted this wine, General, and here it is. I see. Uh, Aunt Martha wants me to clean up the room, too. Yes. May I inquire, Jabez? That's a rather large knife you carry in your belt. Uh, Oh, yes, sir. Hmm. You look like a peaceable enough fellow. Why are you so well armed? Well, I'm... I'm in the woods a lot, and you... you need a knife. I must say, Jabez, I'm considerably relieved. I'd overheard you and your aunt talking in the kitchen. Oh, General... Oh, I wasn't eavesdropping. (coughs) Well, the truth is, I was... Who can resist the temptation? And I heard you talking about fighting for freedom. I had assumed, perhaps, that you might strike a blow for freedom with that knife. With the knife? Well, how? How? By letting out the heart's blood of Sir John Burgoyne. You, uh, sir, please don't say that. The, 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 the idea of stabbing somebody, it makes... Maybe. 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 It, makes, it well, makes me sick. I, well, I, well, 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 what's this? You're actually trembling. Yeah. have some wine. No, 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 sir. That, that'll make, make me sicker. Oh, I'm truly sorry. I didn't mean to upset you, but you must admit that the assassination of the tyrant commander, as I believe I'm called, would be a mighty blow for freedom. No, sir. I ain't going to admit that. Well, why not? Well, I've been thinking and thinking and... Well, I figure I'm willing to die for freedom. I'm just not willing to kill for it. Uh, Sir, the dispatches have arrived. You have a communication from General Howe. Do I have a letter from Mr. David Garrick in London? Uh, No, sir. Well, are you sure, Parkhurst? Yes, sir. But this letter from General Howe... But Garrick, uh, as good as promised, he would produce my play this season. Uh, Sir, this letter from General Howe... Oh, the devil take General Howe. Damn it, Parkhurst. My maid of the Oaks is as good a work as anything Garrick could put on the boards. Better. Uh, This letter
0: from General Howe in New York City is most urgent.
1: The devil take William Howe. Fanny Kemble herself wants to play the part and... Did you say a letter from General Howe in New York City? Yes, sir. Just what in the seven unholy names of Satan is Wee-Willie Howe still doing in the city of New York? He should be halfway to Albany by now. Well, sir, the, the letter... The letter was sent from New York. But General Howe is... Uh, <clears throat> marching on Philadelphia. Philadelphia? May I have that letter? Hmm. 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 And, uh, and so, dear Borgine, the greatest assistance I can give you is to capture Philadelphia and thus prevent Washington from moving northward, your obedient servant. Washington? He wants to save me from General Washington, that Fred Bear Virginia aristocrat and his pathetic rabble that masquerades as an army with well, it's Gates and Morgan who threaten me here. Uh, But, sir, what's to be done? Well, we'll move back very quickly toward Fort Ticonderoga before the rebels can close in and cut us off. Uh,
2: Jabez, bring me more wine. Quickly. Yes, sir, General.
1: I want the army ready to march in two hours.
2: Jabe. I was listening at the door to every word. General Howe ain't coming. Burgoyne has to skedaddle back to Canada. Well, that's a blow for freedom, isn't Some it? It'll be a bigger blow if Burgoyne was captured, taken with his whole army. The entire kit and caboodle. All them guns and horses and ammunition and supplies. Yeah, but, but how, Aunt Martha? How? Oh, you're gonna do it, Jabe. Me? Yes, sir, You you're going to be responsible for the capture of gentleman Johnny Burgoyne... and 8,000 of the best troops in the whole British army. You, Jabez Follinsby.
0: Well, the only thing that can be said at this point in time... is that she knows something we don't know. And she's right. Because as students of history... We know the end of the story. We know that Burgoyne and his army were captured. Now, we shall expand that knowledge and discover how... when I return shortly with Act Three. Each must answer the call of fate... For some it comes early, for others late. And fate is now calling to Jabez Fallensby, a young man of New York State in the year of 1777. Proof again, if proof were ever needed, that some of the most remarkable and earth-shaking events occur not simply because of the actions of the rich and the powerful, but also through the unconscious intervention of the powerless
2: and the lowly. General Burgoyne can be captured by our General Gates if. If. If what, Aunt Martha? If they can get here quick enough, Jabez. If Gates can only send some cavalry real fast, they could delay Burgoyne long enough for the rest of the army to come up and capture him. But well, what can I do? Oh, you can mount Mayflower. She's the fastest horse we got in the stable. And ride like the wind to where General Gates is camped and tell him. Jabe? Jabe, are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah, Martha, I'm I'm listening. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I can hardly believe it. Believe what? Well, what
1: what John said and and yet it's come true. John said
2: he, he said if I was ready fate would make me a hero. Well, it has come true and I can fight for freedom without shedding blood. You ain't got a minute to lose. Saddle up, Mayflower. Oh, I have to bring General Burgoyne a bottle of wine. No, I'll do it. But he asked me. Be on your way, Jabe. Every minute's as precious as gold. Goodbye, Aunt Martha. Goodbye, Jabe. And the good Lord bless you.
1: Captain Sterling has ordered all unit commanders to be ready to move in two hours. Well, I want a screen of light cavalry on both flanks. Uh, may I say, sir, that it's a brilliant maneuver. Mm, no doubt. But back in London, it will be construed as an inglorious retreat. But a most necessary one. You know, to my political enemies, and I have a vintage crop this year a retreat is always a disgrace but general to move an army so many miles through hostile territory is surely a feat worthy no of no i shall be burgoyne the bungler while how will be the hero how with his cheap victory at philadelphia who <laughs> did i say cheap it will cost us these 13 colonies where's my wine jabez
2: oh general you you ordered this bottle. Yes,
1: and about time, too. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I tell you, Parkhurst, this William Howe, he hasn't the sense, the brains, the intellect of this young servant, this Jabez Follinsby. Uh, where is Jabez, Mrs. Follinsby?
2: Where's Jabez, sir? Yes, madam. Oh, well, I... yes? Well, I, I sent him, I, I sent him to the barn to, to, uh...
1: Yes, well, I wish to see him.
2: Oh, but but he's got to chop some wood. But... I wish to talk to him. Oh, but uh, begging your pardon, sir, unless he does his chores, you aren't going to have wood for your fire tonight or for me to cook your supper. Uh,
1: may I suggest a solution to the problem? I shall assign an orderly to the wood chopping, thus freeing Jabez for his more important duty, which is to speak with me. Fetch him, if you please. Madam, is there a difficulty I am unaware of? Why are you so nervous? Me? So frightened. And where is Jabez? Oh,
2: by by the barn chopping wood. Sir,
1: I can see the barn very clearly from this window, but I neither see nor hear Jabez. Uh, General, the boy was in here when I handed you the dispatch from New York City. Could he be off for General Gates's encampment? Well, Missus Fallensby, could he? Oh, I, oh, oh, no, no. Parkhurst, have a party of scouts go after him. Well, Jabez. General, I guess you were wrong. Wrong? Why well, you said you didn't come here to hang me to the sycamore tree outside, but those men who captured me said that's what you're. I'm sorry, Jabez, but we have rules. But don't don't hang
2: him. Why should you hang him?
1: Because he was conveying information to the enemy. Who says so? Now, madam.
2: Who says so? But well, maybe. Maybe he just felt like taking a little ride on horseback. I mean, is that something to hang a man for?
1: I see. Well, that would, of course, place the case in an entirely new perspective. Is that what Jabez was doing? Yes, sir. Is it, Jabez? Were you merely out for a little ride? Or were you conveying information to General Gates?
2: Tell him you were just out for a little ride, Jabez.
1: I was bringing information to General Gates. Uh, shall I ask that question again, Jabez? No, sir. I, I I heard it the first time. Damn it, Jabez! Do you want me to hang you? No, sir. But but but, but I, don't, I don't want to lie neither. Uh, General, the army is ready to march. I know that, Parkhurst. May I suggest we hang the prisoner and uh, be on our way? Uh, Jabez, I don't want to hang you. I know that, sir. I I appreciate that, but I can't lie. Even if you have to die. I won't die. Oh, indeed. Oh, why not? Well, be- because that wouldn't be justice. And that's why Windandingo wouldn't let it happen. I don't believe I caught that name. Windandingo. Dingo. Yes? Windan He's the old Ojibwe Indian spirit of justice. And all through here, all through this country, it's his holy ground. And if you ask him for justice in the right way, he'll see you get it. Yes. Well, my boy, I suggest you ask him. I will. Well, what are you waiting for? Midnight. Midnight? Well, yes, sir. You can't raise him till midnight. But I intend to hang you now. Well, you wouldn't do that, General. You're a fair man. You'd give a man a chance. I am giving you a chance. Just tell me you are out riding for pleasure or to visit your girl and we're quits. I don't get any pleasure riding a horse, and I don't have a girl here. Uh, General, every minute we delay... Jabez, I'll... do you expect me to wait till midnight? I expect you to do the right thing. Well, what is supposed to happen at midnight? I'll call on Wendan Yes? And he'll appear. Where? Right here. And only here. Why? Why? Because this is where the injustice was first made, and then, and then, he'll see that you give me justice. How? I don't know, General. That'll have to be between you and Windandingo. He'll convince you somehow. You mean uh, a spirit will materialize and convince me that it would be unjust to hang you? Yes, sir. Yes, hmm. uh, sir. Shall the light cavalry be posted on the flanks now? he will actually appear yes sir general we need every minute parkhurst Uh, yes sir do you know what this lad is saying yes sir i mean no sir a spirit an indian spirit will appear here at midnight to plead for his life uh sir any hour now the rebels will know about general howe we have just about run out of time no parkhurst we run out of life but time ah, there's enough and to spare Look at that boy's face, Parkhurst. I must remind the General, he is the only completely honest human being you and I have ever met. Let us salute him. Uh, sir, now, Jabez, this Windandingo of yours, he will appear promptly at midnight. General, is it possible you don't realize. Th- Parkhurst! I will deserve disgrace if I run from this continental rabble. I've decided to stay, to fight, and to break the back of this impertinent rebellion. Is that clear? Uh, Yes, sir. Jabez, will your wind and dingo appear promptly at midnight? Yes, sir, he will. You'll see him. I had better, because if I do not, if you are playing me false, then I shall hang you... Hang you from the bough of that sycamore tree. I shall hang you by the neck until you are dead. And leave you dangling for the kites and crows to feast on your carcass. you understand? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir, I wish to report that it's midnight. I'm aware of that, Parkhurst. Also, word from the outposts. Enemy signs on the left flank. Thank you, Parkhurst. Uh, there, there may still be time to break out. Sir. That will be all. <sighs> yes, sir. Well, it's midnight, Jabez. Jabez. Hey, by Jiminy! Hey, by Jingo. I know your name. It's Wind and Dingo. Fang of a wolf, and an eagle's wing. I know your name is Windandingo. Is he a wolf? An eagle? What, Jabez? Tongue of a copperhead, horns of a moose, claws of a bear, feathers of a goose. Well, where is he, Jabez? I know your name. It's Windandingo. Well? Windandingo. I don't know, General. I, I, I don't know. He's, he's always showed up before. Were you lying to me? No, sir. The, those, those words always fetched him. Admit you a lie. But I was telling the truth. Say you were frightened. No, it's the truth. You made it up to save your life. I tell you it's true. Admit it's a lie, and I'll spare your life. But I've seen him. I know, I know him. For that, Jabez, I shall hang you. Windandingo! Windandingo! There is no Windandingo. But there is a major Parkhurst. And I shall order him to assemble an execution wind squad. Wind and Dingo! Wind and Dingo! I know your name! It's Wind and Dingo! There is no Wind and Dingo! Listen! Well, it's a quiet night. I, I can hear an eagle screaming in the distance. Listen! Can that be a bear prowling about? The hissing of a snake, the call of a moose, the growl of a bear, the cackle of a goose. It's Wendan Dingo. There is no... Wendan Dingo. You hear him. I... I... And you see him. Well, I, I, I think I see something. A shape of a man. A snake. A bird. It has feathers. Hair. Claws, fangs. You see him, you see him. What what is it? It, It's wind and dingo. No, no. It isn't possible it doesn't exist. These things don't exist. It's wind and dingo. Oh, I'm dreaming. You're awake. I had too much to drink. It's wind and dingo. what, What does he want with me? Listen to him. I'm listening.
2: I can't hear a
1: word. He talks without words. He's in your mind. Listen to what he's saying. He gets angry if you don't Listen. What is Wendan Dingo saying? Spare his life. Give him justice. Give all the people justice. Without justice, there is only death. 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 Jabez, I never want to do... General... General Burgoyne, help, help! What have you done to the General? Well, I didn't do nothing. General, General, are you all right, sir? Uh, 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 where, where did it go? Where did what go? Uh, but it, it was just standing there. What was just standing here? Oh, Chapers. Yes, General? You're a young scoundrel. But, but, but sir... I-, I really should hang you when dan dingo was here but i won't on one condition give me your solemn oath go join Gatesy's army sir I, I really am not much for fighting jabez there's nothing so destructive to the smooth operation of an army indeed a government as a completely honest man You've done enough damage here. Now take your talent for disruption over to your own people. It's perhaps the best chance we British have... to win this war.
0: Well, Jabez did manage somehow to join General Gates' army. And he fought side by side with his brother John. However, Burgoyne's cynical hope was not to come true. After all... We did win the war. So you see, Jabe's honesty, sincerity, and idealism didn't do us too much damage at that time. I'll be back shortly. In case you're wondering what happened to Gentleman Johnny Burgoyne... He went home to become richer and more powerful than ever. He spent the rest of his life writing plays. And they say one of them was about a powerful Indian spirit. Unfortunately, many of his papers have been lost. A pity. However, if they ever find that play, we'll present it here for you on Mystery Theater. Our cast included Jack Grimes, Court Benson, Mason Adams, Earl Hammond, and Bryna Rayburn. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.